Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you have planned out wonderful things, even from long ago. We know that your faithfulness and your goodness and your justice. We just worship you now, Jesus. Say that you are king. Praise you, Lord.
praise you. Thank you that you're a king. Even today, all that the evil raging on, we, we can see, even this week, that you, you're still on the throne. No one compares with you in your power. Lord, we just humble ourselves and worship and give you our hearts. Lord, we repent. Ask you to clean us from the inside out. Lord, we just want to give our hearts and our lives back to you because you deserve it.
sing it out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for your mercy and your steadfast love. Praise the Lord for your mercy and your steadfast love. Praise the Lord for your mercy and your steadfast love. Praise the Lord. Come on, everybody.
Amen. We're about to take communion together, celebrate what the Lord has done. And as we get ready to do this, I want to remind you some of what this is all about. Because it's easy for us to go through this and be thinking about other things or forget what this means. I got a text a few days ago from a young woman who Ruth and I love very much. And she loves the Lord very much. But she said in her text to me, I think I'm not ever going to find contentment. And I thought, I wonder if I am. And I thought about all of you. Are you living lives of contentment? And I thought, I thought about how to answer her. And I thought about what Jesus said to his followers the night before he was put to death. When he said, in this world, you will have. And he didn't say contentment. He said, in this world, you'll have trouble. But take heart, he said, because I've overcome the world. And what I think I, she helped me realize is that we don't just go out there and find contentment somewhere. Like, oh, wow, I found it yesterday, and now I'm content forever. What I think she taught me with what she said as I thought about it is that there is contentment offered to us because of what Jesus did when his body was broken so ours wouldn't have to be broken for eternity. And when Jesus poured out his blood so that the sins that we've committed wouldn't have to be against us. And we, because Jesus did that, we don't just happen to find that day after day. We grab hold of it. We cling to that. That right now, there is contentment for you and me, no matter what we're going through. Because we're going through a lot. Physical problems, relationship problems, emotional problems, political problems. And Jesus says, take heart, because I've overcome all that. So this morning, as you take communion, would you get ready to go ahead and stand up. And would you open your container, take out the bread. And here's what I want you to do. I want, you remember when we used to have the baskets up here and you'd come in and you'd actually break the piece of bread? There was symbolism in that. That Jesus' body was broken by us. So we wouldn't have to be broken. But would you take that bread and would you break it? And as we do this, as we take this bread and cup, would it be proclamation of I will find my contentment in him alone because there's nothing else to find in him and if I seek for contentment and all the other stuff Lord would you correct me and help me to, to find that those things don't satisfy those things won't make me content so let's pray and then let's eat and drink together Father thank you for what you did for us when Jesus came and died for us on the cross Thank you, oh God, that there is life to the fullest and a fountain that never runs dry. And so today, we're coming back to that again, saying, Lord, we find our contentment in you because nothing else satisfies.
not just right now as we, as we take communion together, but every moment through this week. We're coming back to you. We're clinging to you. We need you every moment. Thank you for what you did for us and that because of it, we are free. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's eat and drink together.